G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown. This is a podcast where we talk about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip. Thank you for joining me. And joining me tonight is the cartoon cunt himself, Tyre. How are you, buddy? I'm good, thanks, bro. How are you? I'm very good. What's been going on, mate? It's uh, We're back in the studs again for part three of our Avatar The Last Airbender series. Yeah, this is the one I've been most anticipating. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, I just, just, I just a beer. Wore, <laughs> I just cracked a non-alcoholic beer and I'm wearing it all. Okay, sweet. That's cool. Great. Yeah. Yeah, so we uh, we took a little break between records. We're not doing them back to back like we originally planned because yeah, too many people came around. <laughs> <laughs> that day got out of hand quick. Yeah. Actually, last day we recorded, created another unlistenable, unreleasable podcast. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> I think it's too many people. <laughs> really, I think it's our dipshit mates being dipshits. To be honest, <laughs> I really do think it's just dipshit mates being dipshits. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. So has anything, uh, I wanted to start like a new little weekly segment just to catch up on shit that we've been, you know, watching, reading and listening to outside of the topics we talk about. So yeah. uh, I thought we'd get started each week with a, what's been getting it for you lately, buddy? Anything been getting it for you? I, I know I'm super late on the wagon, everyone, but I just started Love, Death and Robots. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Where are you up to? We need to talk about it. Um, Wait, which order did Netflix present it to you in? Because everyone gets presented a different order, which I found was weird. Oh, really? Yeah, because me and Amelia, uh, my wife, both watched it. And the first episode we watched were both set different episodes. Like it put it oh, in a different order. Weird. Um, so the last one I watched was like the Sucker of Souls, the Dracula. Oh, like damn. The, yeah. With the cat? Yeah, with the cat. Oh, man. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, uh, the one where the Red Army... Soldiers go and kill like demon zombies in the forest. Yep, and yep, yep. Yeah, that suicide mission. That, that so was, that that maybe. was the first episode that presented to me. Um, the first one that presented to me was the three robots rolling around. Oh, the worst the... one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the worst one? Yeah, I that's didn't fucking mind it. terrible. True. I hated three robots. Yeah. Have you seen the one with the the Japanese kind of inspired fox spirit one? No. Oh my god! Okay. As soon as you watch that one, you text me straight away so we can talk about it because it is, it is. Ha- I I watched that when it came out, and I still think about that maybe once a week. Yeah, far out. It is the one beautiful. I really loved was um, the spaceship gets redirected to the wrong place, and um, this guy sees this girl that he thinks he likes, but it's really some weird spider. Oh, the thing. Mass Effect. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's uh, that one's amazing. Me. I really like that. The animation in that is awesome. Yeah, like, the yeah. I think. So, have Super. you seen the yogurt one yet? Yeah. Oh man, how good's a yogurt one? <laughs> yeah, that was a good light-hearted one to mix it up. Yeah, oh man, I, I think there. I think there was rumors they're doing a second season of Love, Death, and Robots. I hope so. Because man, that was good. That was such a fun watch too. I, I thoroughly enjoyed all of Love, Death, and Robots. Man, I'm I'm so glad you're coming around to that now. It's it's such an amazing series. Yeah. 
Yeah, sometimes if I'm not too early on it, I'll wait until it's not cool anymore and everyone's forgot about it before I start <laughs> doing it again. <laughs> oh, you contrarian, you. Yeah, um, I do that with Game of Thrones too. <laughs> oh, God. There's, there's a guy I know who has legitimately only watched one episode of Game of Thrones in his life. Wow. The season eight final, the oh. last episode ever. Jeez. Just to piss people off. That's hilarious. Is it though? Because it makes me angry. <laughs> I wish they'd just let the Night King kill everyone. Would have been a way better. Oh man, I've got so many thoughts on how... Like, I reckon if they let the Night King kill everyone, it would have been all right. Like, it would have... I would have been like, yeah, that's that's satisfying. Honestly, they could have fixed that whole season for me if they turned the fucking brightness up like three <laughs> fucking notches. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, it's like I a, hated like a DC that. Oh, gross. Yeah, yeah. That's been that's been what I've been doing mostly. Still shredding cyberpunk. Yeah, how's that going? Yeah, yeah. It's good. I finished it as I sent. In yeah, yeah. Account. I saw. I saw. I saw you hit. Yeah. I saw you hit the credits. Yeah, yeah. Keen to go back in. Finish it again like five times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Still can't wait to get my hands on that PS5 copy of that game. Yeah. Oh man, that's gonna be so yeah, good. Yeah, I bet. I look at. Um, pictures of a oh, video of people playing it on PC and cry a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks so pretty. Oh, look at that. Um, so I've been, what's been getting it lately for me is I smashed out season one of Dr. Stone um, for any <laughs> listeners. we all learn in the group chat. <laughs> oh, mate, I was blowing up the group chat for two days because I just wanted someone to talk to me about yeah, it. Hey? Like, Everyone else watch it now. I Has just, anyone else watched it? Oh. Philip, it's been an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed someone to talk about it because like, uh, so I'll give you a quick summary. I won't spoil anything for you because I do think it's so far up your alley. Yeah. It's not funny. Well, I'm gonna watch it. I've just been, you know, busy with school holidays. Having oh man, like preach, yeah. brother. Yeah, um, preach. I still haven't got to watch Attack on Titan season four. So. Oh yeah, man. The episode that came out today of recording, which I think was episode five, maybe, um, shut down the Anime Lab server. Oh, really? Yep, completely shut crashed it down. Crashed it. Completely yeah. crashed it. it. broke the internet, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately just... I'm 40 and on morning news. <laughs> oh, I broke the internet. Fucking hell. Um, Dr. Um, Stone. Dr. Stone, yes. Uh, so basically, Dr. Stone, it's an anime. Uh, the main premise of it is in the modern day, uh, a world event happens which petrifies everyone, turns everyone to stone. And then 3,700 years later... A, a human unpetrifies himself. He just wakes up uh, and he is, you know, our main character. The grey spiky up here. Grey with green tips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very good character design. And he is basically, no, he is the smartest human being ever. Science. He knows everything about science. That's his thing. And so he decides that he's going to rebuild humanity from the ground up using science. So basically he is trying to jumpstart humankind with science, but he's doing everything from the grass, like from Bare nothing, lines. from yeah. yeah, from the Stone Age. So, like, he has to craft... From the Doctor Stone Age. Ex- oh. <laughs> um, so, like, uh, for example, there's a, a series of events where he has to get an antibiotics. So he goes through step by step how to create antibiotics with no equipment. Well, that's cool. So it, like, moulds up Mandarin he, or... No, like he doesn't go. He doesn't go for the um, the mold one. He goes for the um, I think it's like iron or something. He uses uh, chemicals. Oh, and like uses platinum diodes in electrolysis. Yeah, exactly. I think 
I have no idea. So, but like, it's legitimate science that he uses, and they yeah, explain the way he goes through it, and it's fucking amazing. It's it's so good, man. <laughs> I cannot. It, everything about Doctor Stone is great. I'm fucking sorry. Yeah, it cool. blew my mind. Yeah, that and makes me more interesting. You're the first that. person I've been able to talk to about it. Yeah, it's so. Seen it. You're getting a little bit red. It's so good, man. And season two is literally like. Days away at this point. Oh, awesome. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, Dr. Stone. If anyone out there hasn't gone in on Dr. Stone, please go in on it before the season two starts so we can just straight up jump into a season two episode because it is fucking great. Awesome. Um, I also watched an anime on Netflix called, I think it's Chronicles of Idron or Idron or Igron. It's like a German, I think, anime redubbed into English. Okay. It's real bad. I watched it all. That's just <laughs> fucking... Man, you're a glutton for punishment. There's nothing... You really are. Okay, there's... Uh, I think why I watched it all is because it's really real. Like, I was laughing at how dumb and serious oh, it was. Okay. But also, like, I watched it all because, you know, I fucking watched it all. But, um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's there's fucking these weird snake monsters in it that are laughably bad. Fuck yeah. Like they're supposed to be these big ominous things and they come on screen and it's hilarious how bad they look. CGI. Yeah, it's like a cross between CGI and man, when they put CGI into anime, some do it well. I was gonna say CGI. Like they do it all right in um some parts of Shippuden as well too. But also some parts with like Hiroshimaru's snakes. Yeah. Like so I, you, just, yeah. I just generally don't like CGI. Do you remember Skylanders? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else, if that's just big in Australia, but it was on ABC. I hated the CGI, the characters, that mm. whole animation style sucked. And it sucked because I loved the idea. I loved the concept. I loved the story. I loved the world building. And I couldn't stand to watch it. Really? Yeah. And I do you remember, I think. CGI. Same uh, with Dragon Prince. Hate that CGI. I love Dragon I really do love Dragon Prince. I think it's it's a uh, yeah. There's Dragon Prince and Voltron on Netflix are two like kids here. Oh, and Kipo, Age of the Wonder Beast. Oh god, man, I watch way too many cartoons. Dragon Prince is also done by a lot of the same people as Avatar: The Last Airbender. Cute early, badly timed segue. I mean, I'd love to jump into that. man. You ju- <laughs> you fucking pull the trigger on these fucking segues every time. Well, I don't. It's. <laughs> I yeah, don't do it on purpose. We still have to do our last best of the year segment. Oh yeah, that's so. Right. Um, <laughs> la- <laughs> fucking hell, you yeah, and these segues, mate, they're <laughs> fucking killing me, bro. Uh, so last uh, last episode we did TV series, best of the year TV series, yeah, or video games. It was one of the two. I can't remember. That day's a blur. Yeah, yeah, we did one. <laughs> we did both of them that day. Whichever one I released last was the last one we did. Uh, so this week we're doing best anime of the year. Now, this is a year where I've watched a lot of anime. Not much of it was made in 2020. Yeah. There was only, I think, three series that I watched in 2020. Um, but the best of the year for me this year, um, mainly, uh, it's okay, so it's Tower of God. Yeah, true. Mainly because, uh, so I'll give you a bit of backstory for Tower of Tower of God was a webtoon, a Korean webtoon, right? Yeah. Um, and the first season of it, or at least the, the first arc that the first season covered, had zero money behind it. Okay. It was all hand-drawn by one guy 
Fuck, it wasn't really fucking good. <laughs> so it, and like the drawing in it in the first, if you've read it, you know it's it's quite it's fucking terrible. <laughs> but the story is really good. Yeah. So when this season of Tower of God came out, and I actually got to watch that great story along with some breathtaking animation. Yeah. And some beautiful color palette. Like the whole color palette of that series is amazing. Was amazing to me. Watching Tower of God this year was I can't even describe how happy I was because it was awesome. that it was that realization of that that perfect first seat, a first arc that I read but looked terrible. Just basically transplanted it straight into anime. They didn't really cut anything out like they did, obviously, but yeah. it was all Everything that I wanted was there, and it looked amazing. Fuck yeah! And I don't know if you've have any interest in Tower of God, but I've not. It is it probably one of the most interesting kind of mystery series. Like there's okay. a lot of questions that don't get answered. Yeah, and I, I I've read ahead in the the um the web series. I've I've read quite a fair bit of. It. I'm not up to date. Um, but where it's going is fucking incredible, and it'll it'll. Man, if they can pull it off, it's gonna blow shit out of the water. Fuck yeah! I it's one to watch, guys. Yeah. Get get onto it and fuck watch Rachel. It. If you know anything about Tower of God, you you know that. Uh, so favorite anime of the year for you, buddy? Um, well, I have to give an honorable mention to an anime that came out a couple years ago or last year. Mm. Um, season two of One Punch Man. Yeah, twenty nineteen that came out. Yep. I only just watched it. Um, like recently. Oh yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, it. it's cool. I mean, it's hilarious. I I love a lot of people hate hated on that season. I think mainly because Saitama kind of took a backseat. Well, like I, that's the whole point. Yeah, like because he's just this OP like comes mm. in and punches someone. So it's much more about the demon cyborg. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think his like building of power is really cool. Um, I think that's awesome. But I guess God of High School. Like I watched that because of you guys. And yeah, another I, another Korean webtoon there. Yeah. What did you think of God of High School? Because you're th- you're a big martial arts guy, so yeah. I'm sure you'd get a big kick out of it. Yeah. Um. There was some really good, really well animated martial arts in some points. The um guy that does Tai Chi was really pretty. Oh like, yeah, that was sick. Um. Yeah, I I thought it was cool. Like mm. it's the. It's not as the anim- the animation of the martial arts isn't as good as Avatar: The Last Airbender, mm. but but it's cool and it's fun and I get I would sort of put it in that same bracket as One Punch Man. It's just like these easily digestible like mick anime, like it's just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like fast food anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I've spoken to John and Josh uh, who have hit on this podcast about uh, God of High School because they've they've read it. Yeah. Apparently, it's not supposed to be that. Oh, okay. Apparently, there's a lot more depth that they kind of skimmed over in backstory and character development and just True. answering questions. Because yeah. I've watched that series three <laughs> times now. I fucking I've no idea what I think. I'm more confused now than I was at the start. Like yeah. they don't fucking let you know about anything. Like when you finish Elven Lead, you're like, oh yeah, cool. I could have just not watched the last two episodes. I would have been less confused. Did you ever watch Elven Yes, Lead? I watched Elven <laughs> Lead at a far too young age and it has done <laughs> fucking awful things to my psyche. So, man, this is a story that no one cares about apart from me and you. But do you remember Aisha? 
a girl we yeah. went to high school of with. Of course I remember yeah. Aisha. She gave me Elven Lead to watch because I was watching anime at the time. And she said, man, this is this is like a really cool series. You'll breeze through this in a day, you know. And we used to walk to school together because she lived, she lived near oh, me. Oh, yeah, that's right. She lived just around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she gave it to me one afternoon and she said, oh, I think it was on a Friday. And she said, oh, give it back to me on a Monday and we'll, we'll talk about it on the Monday morning. So I watched it all in one weekend and on the Monday morning didn't go to school because I was just fucking emotionally ruined and not ready to talk about it to anyone. So I waited for her to go to school and then I dropped it off in her mailbox because I wasn't ready to talk about it. That's hilarious, man. That's hilarious. Oh, Elvin Lee had fucked me up. Why? Oh, it's just, I don't know. I think it's the first adult anime I ever watched. Yeah, true. It's literally the anime I was watching before that was Pokemon, Naruto, (laughs) and Sailor Moon. Yeah, sick. Like, it was real (laughs) kid stuff. Yeah. I think my first one like that was Ninja Scroll. That's we had that on VHS. Yeah, wicked. Yeah. That's so good. I think Dad still has that on VHS floating around somewhere. Yeah, sure I, I think I might have watched an Akira before then, but oh, okay. I, 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 you don't, young people don't comprehend what's happening in Akira. <laughs> I don't yeah. even, to this day, I barely comprehend Akira sometimes. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, I remember looking up, Lauren, Lauren gave me, or showed me Elven Lead. Oh, Lauren? Yeah, Lauren gave me Elven Lead. Mm. And I remember um, Googling what the fuck happened? What did I just watch? What, yeah. Can you please explain the bullshit with the clock? What? Who was at the door? What happened? Yeah. There's <laughs> some real esoteric bullshit in the last yeah. two episodes of that. Um, man, we've done all the segments, mate. I can't think of any segue to rip into it, so let's just fucking go. Avatar The Last Airbender, book three, capping off the season, uh, the series of this three-part series. I'm so bloody excited, mate. Let's do it. Water. Long ago, the four nations lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar, master of all four elements, could stop them. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. A hundred years passed and my brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. So Avatar the last on Avatar. Previously on Avatar. Um so <laughs> book three, Avatar. It kicks off after the events of book two, obviously, with Aang taking a big old lightning strike to the back. Yeah. And we basically the first the this season starts off. Probably the best of all the seasons, man. Yeah, with definitely. Aang waking up on a Fire Nation ship oh, with hair, which is yeah. still to this day, I remember the actual shock I felt seeing Aang yeah. with hair. Mally's like, that looks like you when you haven't shaved. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah, we wake up with Aang on the ship and discover that it is the, you know, it's the whole, it's the whole gang there that have taken over Fire Nation ship. And they reveal to Aang that the Fire Nation thinks he's dead. And he basically was dead. Like, he died. Yeah. Um, some healing water miracle bullshit brought him back. And, man, so what did you think of that, that, that start of the season? Like, I we, fucking loved that. Man. I loved that. And I remember watching it again one time with John Rowe um, 
friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> um, Jay Rowe, friend of the show. Yeah. Um, and him, like when Katara pulled the um, big, the bends the water mountain basically in between the two ships mm. and separates them. It's like, wow, you can really see her her power scaling. Yeah, like her progression, like, yeah. Yeah. That's such a ragtag group that's on that ship, though. Yeah, there's like it's, the Duke and Pipsqueak. Yeah, Pipsqueak, the Duke, um, Katara and Soka's dad. Koda. Koda, yeah. Who else is on there? Um, I think Toph that, is on there as well. Oh, there's too. also Koda's right-hand man who's always Hakoda. with him. Her Koda, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who's his right-hand man? Um. Boring water tribe guy at number yeah. one, I suppose. Um, uh, I can't think of it. There's no way. The, if you can pull that out of your ass, that'd be fucking crazy. Be far out. I'm so... I used to... This used to be my life, man. I used to know all <laughs> of this shit. Man, so we were... I think we were in disagreement of the, the order of these seasons go in, like, our yeah. our um our ratings. Like, I think you yeah. put... Uh, two, one, three, and I'm yeah. one, two, three. Yeah. So we we both agree that this is the best this season. This is the best. This is fucking amazing, man. Like, this is the best season by far. Yeah. Though. What episode is any less than a fucking ten out of ten? That, None oh. of them. <laughs> I think my least favorite episode might be the water spirit. No. Um. Yeah. Yeah. The water, the water spirit. spirit. Where Katara turns into the. Oh, the painted lady. Painted lady. That's I it. I fucking love that episode. That's it's got, one of my favorite. It's episodes. got like the worst side character ever. The guy that switches his hat. There's three side characters. Oh, what are you talking about? Fuck! I hate <laughs> I that. I love that man. I love that episode. It's such a boring gag. I fucking man. love that episode so yeah. much, man. Yeah, that's for me. That's the only weak spot in there, and, and not even a weak spot. That's it's a mild weak spot. Like it. it that's still. That episode in season two or season one would still be a great episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like, I, th- I think it's just the weakest of, of this season. And, it, you know, this season's got bangers left, right and center. Yeah. Um, definitely fucking amazing episodes like um, The Puppet Master. Uh, I have some questions. To, okay, let's get into it. I'm just ripping into bloodbending straight away. So, yeah. Katara learns bloodbending, right? Yeah. She never uses it again. Yes, she does. Uh, she uses it once. In the episode The Southern Raiders? Yeah. To get the guy that um, killed her mum? Yeah, she uses it once there. Awesome. She never uses it against Azula in the, the final fight, even though she no. probably should have. Does Aang know bloodbending? I don't think so. You don't I think, think so? maybe by the, by the end of it, he would. Okay. Like by like by the time he's an adult, but all through the like until the end of book three, he definitely wouldn't. Yeah. So in Cora, <laughs> in Cora, in book one of Cora, fuck what that that's a big pet peeve I have with Cora. Yeah. Is how okay. they trivialized spirit bending and blood bending. Like that's that okay. Me. That's my thing. Okay. So. Bloodbending is not spirit bending. It's a completely different thing. They're two separate entities. Yeah, totally different. But every spirit bender we see in Korra is a waterbender, yeah. suggesting that water and spirit are somehow linked in when yeah. it comes to bending. Jesus Christ, that was loud. Yeah, yeah. The bloodbending, like the there is this whole bloodbending connected to spirit bending thing, and then this whole psychic bloodbending, which I get is like it's cool because. Um, there is 
like the girl from the Red Lotus, not Polifari, I can't remember her name, the one with um, no arms yeah, yeah, yeah. is basically psychic bending. <sighs> yeah, and the explosion yeah. bending is basically psychic bending Sparky, too. Sparky, Sparky, boom man, yeah. yeah. Um, also a fucking amazing part of this series. Sparky, Sparky, boom man. Oh, man. Oh. Please call him by his proper name. That that effect of that. the explosion, yeah. Oh yeah. man, that's so I know. good. In that episode, he comes into um, the the runaway. The runaway is such an amazing. It's I think it's the only episode in the whole series that does the kind of record scratch. <laughs> yeah, where it, you know <laughs> three weeks earlier. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it use utilizes that um, you know trope spectacularly. Yeah, it's so good. Um. But back to Cora and yes, okay. them destroying this a little bit. Well, no, I just, I just see, I have this thing, right? And I think that bloodbending kind of breaks Avatar at some point. What? How so? Okay, so waterbenders can manipulate the water in a person's body to control that. Yeah. So if you, and firebenders manipulate heat. Yeah. So a firebender could technically manipulate the heat in your body and create spontaneous human combustion. I don't know if it's... I feel like they could make spontaneous human combustion with their own chi, but they use their chi to create the fire. They don't necessarily manipulate fire. They mean, yeah, they, oh, yeah, okay, chi. Yeah, yeah, like, okay. yeah, their chi is reaching out mm. and becoming fire or touching the fire. I just, uh, I remember even when I watched the first, that Puppet Master episode, the first, I remember even thinking, I'm like, oh, this kind of feels out of place in universe. It would have been better in an R-rated anime. All of these powers would have been so much better. That's what I like in um, book three, which definitely saves um, Korra. Um, when Zaheer, like, takes the breath out of the Earth Queen. Like, yeah, that is yeah, yeah. fucking cool. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, and bloodbending, there could be heaps of cool shit. But then again, like, earthbending, a lot of us is carbon as well, too. And, like, Kiyoshi used earthbending to keep alive for a lot yeah. longer. There is potential that that could be, like, you could be like a necromancer. You could animate corpses with yeah exactly stuff there's so much that could go into it uh, yeah i just i just feel like blood bending oh uh, yeah i just feel like it breaks breaks the universe a bit and it, it kind of fucking cool it's it's yeah. ridiculously cool yeah but it does break the universe especially because they sort of break their own rules with it too like cora uses it outside of the full moon as well too and she uses well, then it in day you also if we're talking I about mean, that we um katara sorry yeah uses it inside of the moon so we're kind of getting into Korra stuff here, but the way I view Korra and Avatar The Last Airbender when it comes to bending, Korra seems like bending's evolving. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, metal benders are a dime a fucking dozen. Yeah. But I guess that's a natural progression. And then there's, like, multiple lava benders as well, yeah. too. So does that make bending an evolutionary human trait? I... Rather like, than because we get backstory of the um, Taiwan, yeah, uh-huh. we get one because he's the first. The first yes. <laughs> I see what you did there, Avatar. Mm. Yeah, it also well trivializes played. fucking lightning bending where they just go and work. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go work at the power plant, <laughs> but but also, like, you can't the way bending is given to humans was through the lion turtles, yeah, as a spiritual power, right? Yeah, so it can't evolve, can it? You can't. 
I don't know. I just, ah, oh, man. Fucking do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, we're overanalyzing cartoons yeah. here again. But um, yeah, but that is an amazing episode in book three. Soka's master is like sucks. Master is also a fucking amazing episode yeah, where he agreed. makes the comet fucking sword, which King Tart famously had a comet sword. Mm. Like you also this. get us. Uh, um, Toph gets her little meteorite. Um, bracelet bracelet bending tool thing which is yeah. wicked and should be way more utilized yeah i know uh, i wish they had gone full anime and made like 700 episodes <laughs> i mean <laughs> i don't i thought i honestly i don't like i remember when hearing that um core was coming out i was really angry i was hopeful i think we switched i was hopeful and then i was upset and you were upset and then you were like yeah, yeah i liked it but yeah. I, I don't know, like, I, I feel like Avatar for me, like, book one, two, and three, like, they're perfect. And I know there's there's additional text there's out there. And, yeah, and, and I've read, I actually have read some of those since last we spoke. Oh, I read awesome. I read um Zuko Finding His Mum, oh, okay. yeah, which is cool. fucking phenomenal, yeah, by the I way. I know, like, yeah, really well done. It, it's so great. It's, yeah. It caps off, it caps off the, the series so much better than I think the final episode does. Um, yeah. It just... Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for yeah, people out there who haven't read it. Like, like, spoilers, everyone, and then just say what happens. No, no, because right? no. it's, yeah. it's, it's, if you haven't got into the graphic novels and you really, and you really like Avatar The Last Airbender, just get amongst all of the additional stuff. Mm. Like, I started by watching YouTube videos of people breaking it down, basically. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, I, I want to get into this because I was not really, I'm not a comic book reader fan. I'm not mm. like, I love my novels to have words, basically. I like pictures. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I yeah. do like pictures. Um, yeah. How did you feel? So this is the season book, uh, book three, where we get the the twist, well, not the twist, the changing of the moral compass for Zuko. Oh, Zuko's redemption arc. Zuko's oh. redemption arc, mate. How did you feel about that on your it. first watch? I loved it. Did you see it coming on your first watch? Uh, yeah, yeah, like, I, I always, Zuko was my character, yeah. like, so I was like, that's me, mm. like, and he, I always knew that, just being with Iroh, like, you just saw that that was going to happen, mm. and yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I, I'd like, and not that that, not that it's like painted, obviously, but it's just mm. like, if that didn't happen, I would have been like, oh, that's not how a story goes. Mm. But I'm pretty good at working out how things are going to end because his, I've his, um, a lot of his media. speech to his dad in yeah. the, during the, um, the, um, day the, of Black Sun. yeah, the day of the black sun. Thank you. It's so great. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Man. Like it's so, it's the first time we see Zuko like super well articulate when it comes to his actual feelings and emotions. Cause up until that point, he's literally just been yelling like, like him on Amber Island. He's just like, I'm so angry and I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I really, yeah, I really identified that. And with like telling a toxic parent off and being like, you've been shit. Mm. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely don't live vicariously through that moment over and <laughs> over again. <laughs> I oh, know I did, and I was like, "Yeah, I've now done that. I've had that conversation with my father." Oh <laughs> man, still You're a dick. <laughs> Fuck. Is Zuko better than me? <laughs> yes, in every single way. Yes, always, forever. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. The Amber Fucking Island episode Amber. though is 
amazing. Yeah, fucking cool. Not Ember Island players, the recap episode, which is also amazing. No, We're no. talking about the one when they are on Ember Island and you get to see my waifu in a little white bikini. Mm. No, but yours is... <laughs> no, mine doesn't need to be scantily dread. <laughs> She's fine. She's perfect how she is. As long as her porcelain skin's <laughs> out of the sun, I'm fine. Ah, uh, Yeah. But that, that, that whole episode I know. And is, gets her the shell. She's like, uh, so what? <laughs> it's so it's so great. And you get to you get to see I think that's where we see the f well for me, that's where I see the first crack in Azula. You yeah. really get to see Yeah, you really get to see her start to like her mental health really start to like break down. Bitch needs to call lifeline. Like she is just fucking She needs some bloody syracor oh <laughs> she she's unhinged but yeah that that whole episode is i think for me one of the standouts of this season because it's oh, wow. it's i i love That's anything like that one of my least favorite episodes i love anything that like humanizes a villain to a point where it's you almost where you do feel bad like i feel bad for azula in that yeah. episode and like i don't even feel bad for her in the final episode where she's gone fucking Completely cuckoo banana pants. Oh, I know we're jumping around a little bit, but fucking hell. Oh, let's just jump around. That, I don't fucking care. That final battle, the way that they... Um, Are we talking about Sozin's Common Part 3, the Agni Kai between... Yeah. Oh, between... Brother. Zuko and Azula. Like, how how they play it. They could play this, like, triumphant music of, like, haha, look at him taking it down. But no, they play it, like, the, the way that they soundtrack that, the way that they, like, design the sound of, like, the... It's really quiet. It's mm. really quiet and there's this like sorrowful music in the background and you're not like, ha, the no, good guy's winning and you're like, you feel for Azula. You feel her, you watch her break because, down more and more. Well, for me, that's not that's not a battle between Azula and Zuko. That's a battle for a nation. Yeah. That is literally, no, that's the battle for the world. That is yeah. literally the culmination of all the sorrow, anger and pain that the Fire Nation has caused being fought for like that is that I feel is like that's more um ozai and ang nah, this that, is like that's this no <laughs> no ozai and ang's fight's good but the for me the apex of this series is the azula zuko fight yeah the, I love the memes about it sound effects on the firebending yeah. oh. it's like an lpg yeah. is Beautiful and the the color of it, the yeah, blue and, you and see orange the, and the, the zoomed out shots, mm. and they're in the like the the cities in the volcano, yeah. and you see these big plumes of fire shooting out. But I have the memes when it's like Zuka's like, "There's something off about her. I can't quite put my finger on it." And then it just shows someone who's all cracked up. <laughs> <You're singing>. She's <laughs> all like around her fringes, oh, yeah, cut half cut hair, <laughs> fucking makeup on her. Yeah, she just looks cracked up. She's yeah, she's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, and but then yeah, that fight. Gets to come and take over and like yeah the oh it's fucking great it's so amazing I love that another standout for me another good two part of the boiling rock oh the boiling rock man oh, Suki man. Suki for the win she is the savior of those two episodes oh man there's this move that she does where she like gets down in between someone's leg and does this throw this takedown with the arms oh yeah yeah fuck I watched that so many times man oh, it's like, so good. Yeah, ah, uh, that's well. The boiling rock is <sighs> is not only great for Suki, but it's it's the Ty Lee and May redemption as well. Yeah, for sure. And that that scene where you see uh, Azula about to like hit a killing blow, 
and you, you, it's the frame is focused on Azula, and you just from out of frame you see Ty Lee's fist pop in, yeah, and it's slow motion, and you see you see Azula kind of contort and yeah. go limp, and that scene is like that. You know that uh, scene from The Simpsons where like, and just here you can see where his yeah. heart breaks. It's like <laughs> you can stop it to see where Azula heart breaks, where yeah. she realised Ty Lee has just taken her out. Like it is, yeah, I know. It's fuck. Amazing. I love yeah. Boiling oh. Rock is great. Yeah, I know. It's really really cool, and then you get to see. Um, Zuko's cool thing that he'd learnt from um, from Iroh about how the breath keeps you warm, mm. which is like a callback to what he tells him in the end of the first book, like remember your breath, because mm. they send in that other firebender fire. I can't remember his name at the moment. The um, Jack dude, yeah, yeah, and he's all freezing and dying, but Zuko's in there like blowing fire and staying and staying warm, which is a thing like the Airbenders managed to regulate their temperature through the breath, which is like, I think a little nod to like Wim Hof, the Iceman who uses like his breath to keep warm. And that's why like even the, um, like Saka and Katara and all of the water tribe are in there rugged up yeah. and Aang's just rocking around in his like threadbare. Yeah. <laughs> monk his, clothes. his outfit this season, his oh, two yeah. outfit changes, the, the Fire Nation outfit's spectacular. Uh, the headband episode too is so great. Yeah, that's another good one where it shows, like, which is something pretty particular in Australian history, where it really shows how the winning side gets to tell the story. Oh, and they're yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And then Sozin defeated the um, Air, no Air Nation's um, oh, the, army. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, there's just. It's just, it's so fucking cool. They just, they put so much stuff in it. Like, they just yeah. put so much care into this world, man. I think it's what makes. Uh, excuse me. I think that's what makes the last Airbender stand out is that there is genuine love, care, and affection put into the world building alone. Like, not yeah. take the character development, take the story. Just look at the world building alone. The oh. amount of time went in, and the amount of care that went into making sure it is a fleshed out, real, lived in world longed, is amazing. I've longed for an RPG set in this world. I've there was actually. Did you see that trailer it. that came out this year of a um, open world? It was fan made, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That looked yeah real good, um, real good. Yeah, fucking oath. Chapter six: The Avatar and the Fire Lord. Really cool because it talks about that's um, where Zuko oh, that? gets sent the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Aang is learning from Roku's like in the spirit world, and then Zuko is learning through the. Um, Fire Sage's history. Yeah. And it's really cool because it's like the future Fire Lord, mm. Zuko, and then Aang, the current Avatar. But then it's also like the Fire Lord, Sozin, and Roku. And then it talks about like that Zuko's great-grandfathers are both of them. Like the, his great-grandfather on his mother's side is Roku. Yeah. Like, and it's like, oh, shit, plot twist. Like, I literally read the name of that episode just then and got goosebumps. It's it's a really good episode. I love um, I love Roku's backstory too. Like, the little montage of him learning the elements and all these different masters is... Yeah. It's really... Oh, man, I'm a sucker for a montage, especially yeah. a training montage. The earthbending master he learnt from there is the earthbender in the opening sequence. I thought so, yeah. Yeah. I think that was originally going to be Aang's earthbending teacher, but then they decided to make it a girl and then decided on Toph, which was fucking amazing. Cause Best be decision they've ever made. Yeah. I actually, like, read a read a whole, like, 14-page fucking 
basically a um, magnum opus of some internet troll who was like, why Toph ruined Avatar? <laughs> I just read it all. And I'm like, man, like every point he made, I'm like, you just fucking hate women. This has nothing to do with this little blind girl. You just, who hurt you, buddy? Who hurt you? <laughs> His inability to get laid. <laughs> um, nightmares and daydreams. Oh, nightmares chakras, and chakras. Nightmares Everybody and loves chakras. daydreams has my favorite <laughs> upper and momo scene in the whole <laughs> Me too. series. I fucking man. love that. It's so good. <laughs> the dueling. Momo yeah. as this like old school wise samurai with the, the, the corn stalk hanging out, the wheat stalk hanging out of his yeah. mouth is just, oh, I live for that shit. I might even get a tattoo today. I'm, I'm, that's a plan for me. It's yeah. Dead. I've wanted that one for ages. It's so pretty. Yeah. Fucking love that shit. Um, the Western Air Temple, awesome. Well, after the Black Sun, Western Air Temple, awesome because I love seeing the Western Air Temple, how mm. it's like hung upside down from mm. there. And then that's the beginning of Zuko's convergence with Oh, uh, Zuko game. practicing his introduction to the Badger Frog <laughs> is... F- Hi, I'm Zuko. That's <laughs> uh, so great. Zuko here. Yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, God, I love but Zuko. You know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, yeah. Awesome. Um, Firebending Masters. Fuck yeah. Learning about yeah. the Sun Warrior civilization. I reckon just the hearing the sound dragon. hearing the soundtrack in that episode where it's like, that's where it comes from. Oh man, so good. And yeah, like um the fact that that kind of ties back into Iroh being the last dragon. Yeah. Uh he, he's fucking cool. Yeah, man. Well we we kind of we hear that throughout the series that Iroh is the last dragon and I remember at the time when I watched this the first time, I was like, oh, and coming up to this episode, I'm like, fuck, man, Iroh killed a dragon? Yeah. That's not like Iroh. The Iroh I know would, and then you get the reveal, I'm like, I was right. Yeah, but also he was a fine. Oh, yeah, he's generalist. a genocide. He did, <laughs> he did so much genocide. Yeah. And we get the Boiling Rock, which is amazing. The Southern Raiders, which is yep. when um, Katara that we touched on. That's, that's one that's of my sort of favorite moments of her waterbending throughout the whole series. Oh, is her fuck yeah, where she stopping makes that the rain. Oh, oh, that's man. another moment in um, when she's fighting um, Hama in the Puppet Master when mm. they're like sucking exploding trees because they're sucking all of the moisture out of it, and they're like sending all of these things to it. And one comes to Katara, and she just puts her hand out and just like stops it which is actually like an earthbending move, which is obviously learned from... Because it's not like flowing and no, pushing no. and pulling. She just stops it and this water's just like... Mm. And sprays everywhere. That is fucking awesome. And then this moment where she like and freezes the, yeah. like Yeah, well, she's the most powerful water Waterbender, bender. yeah. Yeah, she just like freezes the water and then you just see this dome build and it's just... The way like, it slowly kind of forms through yeah. every drop and it's so subtly animated, it's... Yeah, I know. It's oh, like... It's so not like pretty. It's like... Patch, patch, or like these fades between no. it. Like they, they've done really well. I yeah. wonder how many frames they drew for that. Oh, it, meticulous. This whole season is the that whole was probably series one is... person's job. Well, yeah, especially book three. Like you go back, you watch, like, because you don't see that much progression, but you go back and you watch the first couple episodes and it's pretty janky compared to yeah, yeah, book yeah. three. But like, it's still fucking beautiful. Of course. And amazing. Yeah. And that sort of concludes the, um, the gang's. Um, Zuko field trips. <laughs> oh, poor Toph, man. <laughs> I want to go with Zuko. <laughs> I think, and I might be wrong here, but I think there is a comic book after this series wrapped up that is like a Toph Zuko kind of excursion I, I trip thing. I think I've heard of that. There's also a moment where her and Boomy finally get to 
Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that, and I went looking. That was the one I went looking for, and then yeah. I found the Zuko Mum one. Yeah, I also okay. got down in a rabbit hole of fan fiction that fucking <laughs> ate a night away. Just Katara uh, Zuko, palms. Katara Zuko ships, man. <laughs> kind of love it. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna fucking lie to ya. Yeah, I don't hate it. Mainly because uh-huh. that means May single. But I don't hate it. <laughs> Let's watch out. There'll be Philip May fan fiction. What are you um, talking about? It's already there. <laughs> yeah. Man, the um, dragon episodes is, is my, was one of my favorite moments of this series altogether. Like just the reveal that there are dragons in this world was, yeah. was such a beautiful reveal, man. Yeah. Um. So there's a little theory on Zuko's dragon for um, Korra. Because Zuko has a dragon yeah, yeah, yep. and it's neither of the masters. No. It's not Ran or Shaw. It might have been the egg. Yeah. It's like this running theory. Um, episode one in um, Susan's Comet, the Phoenix King, fucking awesome. You get to see um, Azula, like the cracks are really showing. Yeah. Then, like, and she fucking goes crazy over the pit and starts losing, like sending people off and goes apeshit at her dad. Voiced by the legend that is Mark Hamill. Mm. <laughs> I fucking love that. Um, episode two, the old masters. Oh, oh man, man, that's the episode I cry in. <laughs> the the White Lotus retaking Barsing Zay, especially Iroh just standing there breathing oh, with that. I know, m- man. Mountain of fire around him. <sighs> oh yeah, and then you see Zhong Zhong like fucking jetting in the air, just sending up these big mm. walls, like these defensive walls, which again is like. He's using water bending flow in the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, it's not a fi- it's like, not a fire bending technique. That's yeah, a yeah, that's, it's that's straight cool. up some water wall shit. Oh, I do feel so bad for Sucker's master though. All these <laughs> benders are tearing through, and he like and <laughs> he skates through and he sort it. He just zips off together. In in my head, in my head, canon. He <laughs> he goes into the Capitol building and takes out the people inside and leaves the outside fighting for everyone else. Yeah. Just so in my head canon, he's more useful because otherwise he's standing around watching fucking nah, Boomy <laughs> kick 40 fucking trucks onto a tower. Just fucking Parku's helping him get around. Oh, um, man. Grand Parku. <laughs> love that. And then you get to Parker see it, fine. another really cool, the eel hound. I think oh, the eel really hound is wicked, cool. yeah. Yeah. Eel ha- we get some great animal height. The lion turtles and the eel hounds in this are... Yeah. Mwah, mwah. And then you also Chef get to kiss. see the... Love it. Um, Tiger Dillo. Oh, the no, Tiger that's... Dillo. That's... Um, oh, no, that's the last book. Mix that up. Yeah, that's the last book in... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one's definitely the eel hound for me, the favourite. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lion turtle for me, because I think the... Like, the traditional way that they look when it comes to actual mythology. Yeah. They look gorgeous. Yeah, they look uh, just like the like steps of a Chinese temple. Yeah, man. They're gorgeous. I fucking those lion turtles, man. And like the the way that you like that scene where you can see the claws touching Aang's head and heart, yeah. like or hang head and chest, like that scene alone is just so pretty. Like it's fucking gorgeous, man. Iroh Getting jacked in prison. Oh, fucking cool, Buff man. Iro. Oh, I love Buff Iro, yeah, man. No, so man. good. And then, yeah, you do not look well. <laughs> I think you should have the rest of the day off. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, and then he busts out. That's fucking cool. And when you see him condense the ball of fire before mm. they break the walls of Barsing Say, when he's like, makes this huge ball, and like, 
crunches it up and then mm. punches it through there. All the fire banding in this. The, especially like um, with the Fire Lord at the bow of the ship and just... Holy fuck, man. Especially uh. the acknowledgement from Toph when she's flying above going, that's a lot of fire, and isn't it? And like, they animate it so beautifully, this like orangey red glow mm. on Toph's like relatively pale skin, especially for an earthbender. And then in her grey eyes, you see mm. this reflection. It's like... That some light is actually getting through the, there. The, on the rewatch of this, that hit me so much harder. What the Fire Nation was at, their actual plan of what they were doing, yeah. that hit me a lot harder. Just being like, damn, that is, that's not evil. That's, that's diabolical. Like, yeah. that, is, that is heinous. That, is, that shows such disregard for everything. Like, that's not just disregard for human life. That's disregard for Earth. That's disregard yeah. for... Everything, yeah, that, it definitely whacked the whole balance of the, the, that's a per world. like that. Yeah. His plan was to inflict a permanent scar on the planet, yeah, and a permanent reminder, yeah. And he like did because the like, um, they changed the, the, all of the colonies and everything. The earth bending, the earth kingdom got a little chunk taken out of it that became yeah. Republic City, mm. but yeah, just like oh, and that too, the where you see his hand, like go out and how they animate this like this little spark and mm. then this little flame and then this huge just like, torrent of fire yeah too. this like fucking giant giant amount of fire or the bit where he sees ang and he like goes towards him and like rips his like cloak off and it catches on fire and his undressing scene then is really like well i want to talk about that the scene where ang is waiting for him on the pillar that yeah. like brief moment of ang doing earth bending on the pillar is oh yeah oh, so good man boom, boom, boom. oh it's yeah. man man just him just standing up there and he sends momo away and he just takes a breath he collects himself and he's just like Dus, a dus, 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 dus. and it's yeah. just man fuck momo's right or die man he would have been there if ang hadn't sent him away oh yeah momo for 100 momo's right, right or die yeah i okay so we i want to talk about the final fight between ang and fire lord so base level ang couldn't deal like avatar state saved ang's life yeah definitely and once avatar state kicked in the oh, fire lord was, was okay. done like yeah, there, there was there was no Chance yeah. Kyoshi took control. He's like, "You're dead, motherfucker." Yeah, that was some <laughs> fucking Kyoshi shit right there. Yeah, because you so, know it wasn't Roku. <laughs> what does that does that make the rest of the seal the whole everything that's come before it feel like it has a little less weight to it, knowing that Ang was always strong enough to, for me. I don't know for me because the Fire Lord was never revealed till the last book. No, like was he's oh, fighting yeah, his him, face. fighting and yeah. everything. I think for me, I always pictured him. He was going to be way more formidable, and him fighting Ang alone was formidable. But yeah, him fighting the Avatar State was fucking Ang swatting again, a fly. Ozai was jacked up with Sozin's comet. Yeah, if it was base level Ozai versus base level Ang, again would have been a much fairer fight. Yeah, that that almost yeah. I think but, Ang would probably yeah. Take but Ang that wasn't one. a master. He mastered air. He was going pretty good at water. He was like halfway there on Earth and knew a bit of fire. Yeah, like he wasn't a fully realized Avatar yet. He was like a thirteen. Like I think he was thirteen by that time. Or like twelve four, and a four, half. Fourteen by that, isn't he? I'm he's, not sure if the books take if it's a year book or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's under fifteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he's, but he's he, a child and he's not. He hasn't mastered all four elements. No. So yeah, he's still like. 
Yeah, there's still this this mm. imbalance between, and again, Ozai's jacked up on Sozin and Comet Juice. Yeah, but Ang's jacked up as well. He's a firebender. His firebending does get a boost from that. Yeah, but he knows Dick all about firebending. Yeah. He's been studying it for like yeah, I, I don't know. For me, days. for me, like watching Ang swat down, like Avatar State Ang just swat down the Fire Lord. For me, it was always kind of like, oh, it's kind of. Ah, oh, that's kind of a bit. That for the for me, that's why I always uh, the penultimate fight of book three is the fight between Zuko and Azula. I think yeah. it's the most emotional has the most emotional weight behind it. Yeah, I definitely think so. But there's like the good ups and downs with Ozai and Aang as well too. Uh, don't and get me wrong, that that, that wrote, fight's fucking gorgeous. The way that they wrote that he can't go Avatar State mm. into it from the from the beginning of the book, basically. Yeah, like that he had that, and then he just got. Luck happened to get fall, yeah, pretty lucky, yeah. Yeah, get hit in the back at the right spot. Mm. Like, yeah, I think I think they did it pretty well. Like, how can you talk shit though? You watch Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> How's mm. Goku could beat anyone? It's dumb. Yeah, like, uh, it's, I don't know. Like it's yeah. uh yeah, I suppose <laughs> I don't know. But for me, I, I put Avatar way above Dragon Ball Z when oh, it comes yeah, to it's fucking amazing storytelling. Yeah, storytelling. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think there's some checks and balances that keep it pretty alright. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just uh, uh, I I actually don't know what I'm complaining about to be honest. Yeah. It's fucking it's amazing. Fucking beautiful. It's, it's so amazing great. when he like the way that they animate that fucking Matrix spin mm. around shot where he like he pins his pins his arms down and pulls him down, like locks his legs, pulls his arms down, and when he does that fire, like breathes the fire out, and he like mm. Angle like blows it away and touches him and does the spirit bang. Well, that, oh, well beautifully. That animated. for me is also that's not Avatar State Ang. That's base level Ang. He, yeah, he had said goodbye to the Avatar State there, because so he was gonna. He so he did w- he did win that fight. Yeah, definitely. At, at base got, level Ang won that fight. Yeah, once Ozai got a bit tired. But again, I love seeing when Ang goes Avatar State and he gets oh, so good. does that shit, and then you see Ozai shit it. Yeah, and he's like. Oh fuck! See you later. That's li- <laughs> yeah. terrifying. Also, Ozai is a bit of a bitch. Like he's not—he's not the most powerful firebender by any stretch of the imagination. Well, that, that, I he's think that's only- what I like about Ozai is that the the fact that they keep him a secret. Well, not keep him. They do keep him a secret for basically, basically yeah. the whole show. Um, so in our heads, he's this like we experience the same feeling towards him as Ang feels towards him that we see in his dream yeah. episode. No, Ozai, you're not wearing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but for for us, like the viewer at that point, Ozai is this formidable, unknowable, yeah. unstoppable force. Yeah, definitely. But he's just like it's just the um, just it's guy. nepotism, man. Like yeah. he's just he was born in the right place, and he's just a like, guy. Yeah, Umash, like he's a strong guy. I but. think Amashu, like I think Boomy is the king there because he was so powerful. Mm. Otherwise, Aang would know that Boomy was going to be king. I feel like that's never really said, but it's heavily implied that Amashu puts the most powerful earthbender well, as I mean, the king. That's that's a very much an earthbending thing, like yeah. sturdiness and toughness. Like yeah, you got to. You got to prove, prove yeah. yeah. But, like, there's just straight-up nepotism for Ozai. And he was never born to do it. Iroh is the older brother. Mm. Iroh was meant to do it. But when he lost Luten, he was like, hmm, I'm going to go to the spirit world and dance with some dragons mm. and chill the fuck out. I'm going to try <laughs> and forget genocide. <laughs> Successfully yeah. forget genocide. Yeah. Man, book book three, Avatar, The Last Airbender, man. Oh, it's it's fuck, it's getting it. Every single episode, man. But I can't believe you don't like The Painted Lady. I love I just it. Think I, I fucking like, love it. I like it. The jet skis. I like it. <laughs> I like it. 
I just think it's the weakest. Bodicycles. Bodicycles. Total side note, but we should call jet skis, jet skis bodicycles. Fuck, man. Convince all of Queensland to call them bodicycles, mate, because they're <laughs> the only people in this fucking country that buy them. <laughs> fucking rednecks, man. <laughs> um, for any, any non-Australian listeners, Queensland is fucking the... Texas? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking... Texas, Florida... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> the Texas and Florida of it. Well, I guess far north Queensland is definitely more like Florida because it's like a peninsula, full of fucking crocs and fucked up people. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Queensland, man. Oh man, uh, I don't have the hate for Queensland that Philip does. All of our Queensland listeners. Oh, come at me, Queensland! <laughs> as long as we're not playing in the the state of origin, I'm sure I can take you. <laughs> That's a football. I made a football joke. Yeah. Let, so let's let's wrap up. This whole series on Avatar: The Last Airbender, it's amazing. Oh, it's oh fuck, it's so amazing. I'm so glad I got to fucking vent about this because it's not even oh, discuss man. it to me. It's like it's literally venting some. Oh yeah, it's it's just expelling like, the demons at this. Yeah, point. Yeah, fuck. And there's still so much. I could st- I could spend another fucking we, six hours. Yeah, we could. About we it. could. Yeah, man. Um, Good thing we got Cora to discuss. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get into that <laughs> next time. Um, so obviously, this is getting it. Every part of this show is getting it. There is there is not a single thing that this show has done in my eyes that isn't getting it. It's it's a it's a masterpiece, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah, like with the weakest episodes being amazing. Like what can you do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's get into the moldy can cheese. I just just yep. one thing: your least favorite episode, Painted Lady. One of my favorites. Mm. One of my least favorite episodes, The Uppers Beach. Lost Days. No, the oh, Beach yeah, in yeah. this book. Yep. One of your favorites. Ah, yeah. Look at us. <laughs> yeah, I know. It just shows that this has something for everyone. People with the wrong opinion like Philip and smart people like me. You know, I'm just going to edit out every last bit of that thing that you said. So let's get into the moldy cheese segment. <laughs> The Moldy Cheese segment. This is a segment of the show where we take a look back on the various shows that aired on Cheese TV and we decide whether it's aged like fine cheese or if it's just moldy. This week on the menu, it's the hot rod dogs and the cool car cats. Let's fucking hear it. (laughs) The Hot Rod Dogs and the Cool Car Cats is a British cartoon series which aired between 1995 and 1996 on ITV Kids. Uh... The series was about an anthropomorphic, there's that word again, automobiles that bore resemblance to cats and dogs. The main (laughs) characters are freedom fighters trying to save their homeworld of autotopia from the crushers. Uh, The show ran for two seasons, each consisting of 26 10-minute episodes. Okay. 32 more episodes than it, or 40, 50. (laughs) You're right there, buddy? No. <laughs> so I I watched the the minimum requirement of this for three episodes, and the, even that thirty minutes of this was a fucking slog. Why did everyone in the West in the nineties light dog shit and or trash cans on fire and write it down and draw it and make it into 
fucking cartoons. It's not even that. It's like <laughs> everything everyone, is trash. It's like everyone in the nineties just did fucking coke till their minds exploded and then decided to make TV. Yeah, fuck no. It's yeah. it's okay. So this series, right? This ser- this whole fucking series is an Street Sharks. Great. It's an, yeah, great. Street Sharks was great. <laughs> this was an like it's an uninspired hodgepodge of fucking dog car and cat car puns sprinkled <laughs> like sprinkled with fart noises, over the top slapdick jokes, and everything in it falls flat. It is like it is ten minutes, mate. In ten you minutes, write that yourself. yeah, I did. Good job. In, in ten minutes, I reckon they put in. 40 jokes and I reckon <laughs> 43 of them were shit. Like it is <laughs> it is insane how bad this is. F- just for an example, okay? So, in, for some god knows reason, the anime or the sound producers on this show decided to cheap out when it comes to the sound of the the hot rod dogs driving. <laughs> and instead of putting sounds of cars in there, what it sounds like is that they just got the voice actors to make the car sound. So <laughs> it'll literally be like the guy will be like, oh, we got to go for a drive. And then it'll be like, a where are we going to go? I don't know. A and it is, it is fucking excruciating. <laughs> when I say 30 minutes of this, like took time off my life, 30 minutes of this Tyson gave me gray hairs. Like I couldn't get it up for a week. Like it broke me. <laughs> This Jeez. of all the shows I've watched, <laughs> this is the worst. Oh fuck! This really is worse than Geeker. No, th- this makes Geeker look like a fucking Academy Award winning, like a, a masterpiece. This is hands down <laughs> the most uninspired shit fucking thing that they thought this was for. Ki- this isn't even for fucking humans. I wouldn't That's even dumb. play this to fucking actual dogs and cats to keep them <laughs> amused. This is heinous background noise and a fucking. <laughs> Epileptic fit of colours that flashed for the screen. Fuck yeah. I hate this show. Like the Polygon episode of Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, that feels good to talk about. Oh. <laughs> yeah, wow. You, you've never been this passionate about Man, this is so bad. <laughs> so bad. Um, Bafflingly bad. Yeah, this isn't getting it. This is, this is, this is terrible. Fucking the mould going on there. Oh, you dirty fuckers. Bloody hell, there's mold all at the sides too. Oh, Jesus Christ, look at the fucking mold on that. This is absolutely disgusting. You fucking heard it here. This is <laughs> mouldy as fuck cheese. It's raw. Oh, what are you, mate? You're an idiot sandwich. Now fuck off. Uh, Anywho. Fucking donkey. <laughs> mate, it has been... Uh. It's been an absolute ripper. This this yeah. three part series has been really really fun. Oh man, yeah, I know. I've been fucking so happy, so so happy to do this. Mm. Is, yeah, fuck, man. Yeah. If uh, the dogs out there listening, man, hit us up with what what if you want us to tackle any more big series like this. Just hit us up with topics you want us to cover because yeah. we've kind of we've kind of just been going with what we enjoy really for the yeah. first you know twenty ish episodes of this. So yeah, hopefully let's give back a bit. Enjoy regular show. Flapjack and Adventure <laughs> Time, because I could talk about that for a while. <laughs> Hopefully someone wants to hear me talk about Dr. Stone more, because I can, <laughs> I will. Um, I can't wait for Earthworm Jim and Street Sharks. Oh, man, I think, I think I'm think i going to purpose, because I've been picking the mouldy sections at random for a little yeah. while. I'm going to, I think I need to carefully select the next couple just yeah, to give definitely. my psyche a break, because... Um. 
I wow. Know if I mentioned this on the Geeker when we were talking about that, but mum worked in a video store growing up. Yeah. And um, one of my birthdays, instead of playing Pin the Tail on the Donkey, we played Pin Mel Gibson's Nose on Earthworm Jim because <laughs> <laughs> she had like the big posters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the best party game ever. That's fucking, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, Moldy Cheese. Also, if anyone listening has any ones that were their favourite or the most... Oh, like, man, retarded, if, if, if there's anything want. on the Cheese TV, just Google the wiki. There's a whole list of um, programs that aired on the Cheese TV. If you guys want me to watch one and you think it's good, don't stitch me up. I can't do it. <laughs> fucking don't. Um, but, yeah, let us know. Also, get on the socials, guys. The Instagram's yeah. been fucking popping lately. I, I don't know. I've been really happy with how the Instagram's been going awesome. lately. Yeah, interact with us, guys, please. Let, us, let like, us know how we're going. We want to... Well, this is a passion project. We're going to keep doing it, but it oh, would I'm be awesome do it. if... If like, we had no listeners, I'd still be doing yeah, this. Yeah, so It's insane. <laughs> this is heaps fun. Yeah. Uh, man, it's been absolutely wicked having yeah. you on, Tyo. It's always good to come here, bro. Man, uh, get on the socials. You can email us uh, uh, at lordsofdorktown at gmail.com. Yeah, drop us a line. Let us know. Leave us a five-star review. Always helps. Get us out there. Tell a friend. All that nonsense. You guys know what to do. You're dorks. You're, all, you're amongst it. You want to sign us off there, buddy? Stay dorky, everyone. You. Fuck cool car cats and hot rod dogs. Fuck it so much. <laughs> <laughs>